All right, everybody, welcome back to the best hour of the day. Fern here, and I am really excited about this interview because I've been trying to set this up for a while, and I'm here with my good friend Tyson <laughs> Oldroyd. And uh, if you don't know who this guy is, uh, Tyson, um, he's been – how long have you been in the CrossFit community? Like, when did you start CrossFit, Tyson? Oh, man. Um, I got, I was fortunate to stumble in, into it, um, shortly after I got out of the Marine Corps. Uh, it was 2006, um, when I, when I did my first, first workout and then, and then quickly found myself on a, on a, on a track that, you know, kind of had me pretty involved pretty quickly. So yeah, 2006 though. I will, uh, I want to give Tyson a brief, a brief intro here, but so started CrossFit in 2006 was one of the. I don't want to say one of the first, but like on the, on the leading edge, as far as like initial affiliate owners has worked on CrossFit seminar staff, uh, has been working for CrossFit media for a very long time, you know, senior coordinating producer for CrossFit, which we'll get into what that actually entails and how much content, uh, he's kind of had his hands on producing. Um, but I think just an incredibly unique experience in the CrossFit community and has a ton of value for, the box owners, because people are constantly asking about content and like, how do we story tell and, and what that all looks like. But, you know, also heavy hand in a lot of the documentaries, Fittest on Earth, because um, you were involved in Froning as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fron Froning was actually, that was our first stab at, at a feature length. Yeah. And and our, our the first time that we decided to um, kind of go, go bigger with distribution. Uh, we had yeah. never... It was, it was, it was, it was, that was quite the experience. It was pretty funny. Cause we, we had no idea. We, we knew how to make films. Uh, we'd never done anything feature length, but we had never, you know, gone to iTunes or Netflix or, you know, anything like that. But we, I'm sure we'll get into that later. Cause there's some funny stories there, but, but yeah, well, Froning okay, was so our first stab at that. I do have, is it, is it weird to think that you, cause what was your executive producer? I don't know how any of that works. Like, but are a producer for, multiple documentaries on iTunes and Netflix. Is that weird to think about? It is actually weird. <laughs> I remember the, I remember the first time I saw when the credits rolled uh, for Froning, you know, and we, and there, there was the producer credit and it is interesting. It, it, it's a, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a route that I kind of went down intentionally, you know, it just, I kind of, I ended up in, in, you know, pretty fun, role that, that allowed me to work with some really talented, you know, people who, who did have aspirations to work in the, in the, in the, you know, media space. And so for, for me to find myself involved in that stuff was actually, it was, it was fun. It was cool. Definitely, definitely strange though. Yes. That's uh yeah, I can't even imagine that that's gotta be like a, a pretty surreal experience. Um, so yeah. when did you open your affiliate? Uh, open up the, it was CrossFit 801. It was, uh, in 2000 late 2006 um okay. it was the first affiliate uh in uh, salt lake city and, and it was the first affiliate in in the in the in the valley salt lake city valley okay um chris Spieler, chris was in the process of opening his his gym in park city which was about 30 minutes from us um at the same time and i think he actually opened his doors officially a few months um, before we did uh, okay. for sure and and then there was a there was a third guy uh who's been involved in the community for a super long time has had a hand in in uh in the regional 
kind of seen for a long time, but Damon Stewart, uh, he opened up uh, Wasatch CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, I know Damon. He was, so, his, his wife is from Virginia Beach, so he used to drop into my box all the oh. time. Yeah, when they used to come here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a great guy. But, yeah, so the three of, the three of us, we, we all opened up our gyms within, I want to say, three, four months of each other. And okay. they were the first affiliates, first affiliates in Utah. And, uh, you know, that was, what, 14, 14 years ago. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy to see how many affiliates. You look at the affiliate map now. And it's just like, oh my gosh! I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, to think, so, to, think be, to think they'd be pushing fifteen thousand when that was just kind of this weird kind of underground movement, you know, that long ago is, is a strange thought. Um, it yeah, it's crazy. You know, I think because I, I think at the time, um, I want to say I want to say we were right around this two hundredth affiliate. Um, dang. So that's you know, like, they're, that's OG, dude. That's real OG. Okay. <laughs> it was it was crazy back. Yeah, it was cool. You know and. None of us, none of us had any idea where the thing was going back then. You know, we, and, and none of us knew how to run a business either. <laughs> you know, there a, was no template. That's a whole there, separate, there. that's a whole separate discussion. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Yeah. So, so on that note, yeah, it was cool. if, if you, it, what are like a couple things that you would have done differently as an affiliate owner, if you were to rewind and you go like, Hey man, I definitely would have, that was a huge mistake. Oh gosh. Um, what a good question. Um, you know, I think there's just, you know, even though there weren't affiliates to learn from, you know, back then, it, it would have been, it would have been good to have talked to um, other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and, you know, and got, you know, received some business coaching from, you know, from some people. Um, because, you know, here's, here's the thing, you know, back then, the, the only, the only in, information that, existed in terms of like how to run a good affiliate was was content that crossfit was putting out in those early days mm-hmm. tony budding you know used to he was filming them you know himself for those who remember tony um yep. you know but it was it was it was stuff that you know people have heard it these days but you know make sure you've got clean bathrooms and focus on training mm-hmm. you know and as far as that was concerned you know we we were running you know, we, we, we had a gym that was, that was known in those early days as, as, um, you know, a, a legit good gym that focused that had, you know, that had good instruction and, you know, and our, our community was gosh, second to none, you know? So the culture was right. The training was spot on. Um, the bathrooms were as clean as they could have been. So based on the information that existed, we were nailing, we we're killing it. That's, that's funny. Um, <laughs> What I've this isn't always an interesting topic of discussion uh, for me at least is the culture aspect. Like, if mm-hmm. you if you could try to frame that up, what would you define as good culture? Because that's always a tough one when somebody says we've got good culture. I'm like, God, that's so subjective, and it's really hard to hang your hat on that because it's like I don't, you know, everybody's got their own idea of what good culture is. Yeah, you know, actually, it's it's funny that you asked that question right now because literally, not more than an hour ago, I was I was thumbing through Instagram and I saw I saw something that Pat Barber um, put up um, on his warm up and workout uh, page yep. that he and his wife run. And uh, anyways, he he kind of talked about that a little bit, and he was he's kind of talking about um, 
the how did he put it um he was basically talking about uh creating creating a, a place where um people feel the most comfortable right mm-hmm. um so and he you know, gosh he was kind of getting into um I should probably pull it up so you can, I can actually tell you exactly what he's talking about. But it was, it was it, the, the essence of what he was saying though, was as trainers, as gym owners, as affiliate owners, um, focus on creating a space where people feel comfortable, where people um, want to be. And, and I think, you know, I think that's what we did. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an actual like real life experience. Cause I think, yeah. you know, we, we tried to model, we tried to model something that we, you know, kind of saw with our own eyes mm-hmm. and it was that easy. Um, we went to, this is my ex-wife and I, uh, went down to San Diego for our level one. Um, and it was at the original Cross of San Diego, which that was one of the early, early gyms. And it was kind of, it was the spot at the time. Yep. I've been there. And uh, it was ran by CJ. Yes, it was CJ. Um, it was, was heavily involved and ran that gym, obviously, that everybody knows from Invictus nowadays. But um, we got in and uh, obviously the day before our, our level one and thought, you know, we better go check out the, the, the box and kind of get familiar with where it is. Cause we've never been there before. Um, just so we knew where we were going to be going the next morning and we pop in and it was, you know, it was, I don't know, five, six o'clock in the, in the evening, um, you know, on a Friday and the place was jumping. I mean, there, there were 50 people probably in there. I mean, there were, there were so many people in there and the experience was just amazing like we we kind of broke the threshold of the roll-up door you know we're standing there and just kind of like looking in awe because we you know again this is back in the day a lot of people have probably a hard time in you know kind of envisioning this but like yeah there weren't crossfit gyms back then i'd never stepped foot in a crossfit gym this was the very first time i'd actually seen with my own eyes a crossfit box in action you know And so here, here we are, we're standing in the threshold, you know, underneath the roll-up door across the San Diego. And, um, it's, there's the music's going crazy. There's, there's a word there. There's a group that's in the middle of their workout. There's another group that's warming up. There's people that have clearly already worked out, um, hanging out, you know, I think there were probably a couple of people like having a couple of beers at the Friday, you know, and, uh, and it was just amazing. It was awesome. And we were just kind of soaking it all in and the, out of kind of out of nowhere, this guy kind of pokes his head out and he's like, he's like, Hey, I think he was coaching the class. He's like, you got, you guys knew we're like, Oh, we're just, we're here for the level one tomorrow. You know, we just want to come out, come by. And he's like, give me, give me just a second. And he goes back and he's like coaching. He's in the middle of his class. Then he comes back over and he, he shakes our hand and he's like, he's like, I'm Ray. I've never forgotten his name. He's like, I'm Ray. And he goes, it's great to meet you guys. He said, Why don't, hang out for a minute and let's, let's talk. Let me finish up this class. So we hang out and they, they wrap up the class and we end up having this just amazing conversation with Ray. And he introduces us to, I don't know how many people, a bunch of people. I mean, it was just the CrossFit experience. You know, you walk in and you see a new face and you go shake their hand and say hello. And so anyways, this, this happens. And by the end of this interaction with Ray and, the folks that we got to know, we um, had a dinner invite. They're like, hey, a bunch of us are going to go get dinner. Um, you guys are welcome to come if you guys want to come hang out. We're like, yeah, we don't have dinner plans yet, so sure. So, by, you know, first time we step foot in the gym, we've got, you know, we're sitting at dinner with this amazing group of people from the original across San Diego. 
Um, and uh, anyways, yeah, just had a beautiful dinner with these guys. And I'm actually, I'm friends to this day with, with some of the folks that were in that, in that, in that, you know, in the gym that night and went to dinner with us. That and uh, is cool. It was amazing. But like we left, we literally left. And it was like, that is what we want to create. Like that is, that was, that was amazing. And, and so that's culture. That's a long way of answering your question, but like, that's, that's the CrossFit experience. Right. And, and the amazing thing is, you know, now 14 years later, I've traveled the world and visited hundreds of gyms, you know, in my, in my CrossFit HQ capacity, you know, capacities. And, and I can, I can tell you one of the craziest things, most amazing things about this whole thing is that that experience is preserved all over the world. That's the affiliate experience. So pretty, pretty special, pretty neat. Which is interesting because that's not, there, there's companies that spend hundreds of millions of dollars to try to replicate certain things. And that is done mm-hmm. almost, in, almost entirely organically. And I think it happens, uh, and, and you can speak to this too, because you've also worn the red shirt, but I think it's because of the, you know, what coach describes as the L, the L1 kernel. And I think that experience that people have at the, at the level one transcends that two days and then bleeds over into affiliates in those environments. Because I, you know, I've also been to hundreds of boxes and you're right. It's like, I always ask that question about culture, knowing that nobody really has an answer, but it is one of those things that you know it when you see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think you're spot on actually with where that, where, with where that starts. Um, you know, in fact, it's, it's, it's one of the charters of, of the, of the level one team, right? It's, it's the level one experience is a place to um, transmit the culture of, of CrossFit. And I, I think that, I think it's been happening very effectively for, you know, for a really long time now. And uh, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. When did you, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say uh, something I haven't heard in a in a long time. I don't. Do you, do you remember the whole um, third place theory? Yeah, that's a Starbucks yeah. analogy, isn't it? Well, I mean, I it I it, I first remember this hearing this years ago, and it was one of the ways that for me helped kind of like wrap my head around the the culture of CrossFit. But you know, it's this idea that you know everybody has a third place. They've got home, work, and then a third place, whatever that might be. And the the amazing thing is that, you know, now, you know, we've been at this thing for, you know, for a long time now. And the, the CrossFit affiliate has become that third place for a lot of people. You know, it's it's one of the things that people really hang their identity on. And um, it, it's like, it's like cheers, you know, the, the old, you know, show where the, you know, because that's one of the third places for a lot of folks is the bar. You know, they, yeah. there's, there's the pub or, you know, the bar, you know, your home and, and, and your place of work. And, you know, the whole, the whole cheers, you know, song, like everybody knows your name, you know, that's, that's the affiliate, you know what I mean? Everybody knows your name. It's, it's, the, it's the third place for most folks out there, at least people we rub shoulders with. I couldn't agree more. And anytime somebody ever asked me, because we've been through multiple evolutions at our affiliate um, and, you know, people ask questions, be like, why'd you do this? And why'd you do that? And my answer is always, and will always be, I'm trying to create a place that when I walk into it, I never want to leave. Like I want it to own, oh, yeah. I want it to almost pull me in like to not go home. Like that's how good I want it to be, you know? 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I, if I didn't have a wife and kids, I'd just stay here forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's the goal, right? I mean, I, I, it doesn't surprise me that you feel that way. I mean, hence the, the name of the podcast and everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it truly, it truly is the, you know, the best hour of, of the day for, for most folks out there. Pretty amazing. When, when did you get on seminar stuff? I mean, we never worked together and you know, our paths have only crossed really in, in just do it like at different, you know, HQ functions and stuff like that and the games and stuff like that. Yeah. When did you, how long were you on seminar staff? I, um, I got involved with the seminar staff, um, sh- shortly. It was, it was right around when, when the staff was really brought up, you know, after, you know, the, the, the initial, you know, seminars where it was, you know, Greg and Dave and Nicole, you know, um and and just a, a small handful of people you know when that became unsustainable and they started to you know say hey like we gotta we gotta stand up a team and you know and, and put together a group of, of folks who can who can who we feel comfortable you know hitting the road and kind of doing this on our behalf um I, that's kind of when i got involved it was it was uh i interned my very first my very first gig was in 2008 um okay i don't remember what month but it was it, we were I, I remember it was a a firefighting um, training facility in, I want to say Goodyear, Arizona. Uh, but yeah, 2008 is, is when I worked my, you know, my, my first gig and, and gosh, it's like, it's kind of funny. I've told the story a couple of times to some, some folks because nowadays the seminar staff is made up of, you know, 95% folks that I didn't work with. Cause I, you know, I, I had an opportunity to kind of shift departments and, yeah. and, and kind of work in the media side. And uh, so I, I haven't worked a gig in, in gosh, a lot of years, but, but I, we did that for, gosh, three, four years, I'd, I'd say. Um, but it was, it was funny. I remember the, the very, for that intern gig, um, you know, the, this, this thing has been a constant evolution. It's, it's, it's evolved. The, the course, it's offering, the, the message has just been constantly refined now for, you know, for over a decade. And it's just such a, a beautiful experience, you know, but, now everything's got to start somewhere. Well, I remember, I remember showing up to that very first intern gig and I'm shaking in my boots, you know what I mean? Just like, it's such an honor to, to have been given that invite, you know, and, and to be there and, and we're, we're there in the training meeting and, uh, um, I don't know if it was Dave or, or Nicole, um, but somebody, somebody says, all right, you, 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 and they were assigning groups, you know, trainers that had what groups. Yeah. And I was assigned a group. I was assigned a group. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was, I was thrown right into the deep end. And, uh, you know, here I am interning at my very first, you know, level one and I'm running, I'm running a group. So hopefully for those that were there that day, I hope I didn't screw things up too bad, but, but no, it was, it was fun. It was, it was crazy. And then to be, you know, to be around as, as long as I have, it's just so fortunate to see so many amazing professionals fine tune, you know, every part of this whole thing, you know what I mean? And it's, uh, it's just incredible to, to witness that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool to stay. I mean, and I've been, I've been doing it for a while at this point. So sometimes I kind of forget, but I try to regularly kind of just step back and, and just look at the level one objectively. I'm like, and I still, I'm obviously biased, but I try to be objective and try to pick it apart. And I still have a hard time. I'm like, man, this is, this is one of the more well-oiled machines I've ever seen 
particularly being inside of it. I'm like, the, the way that this just runs seamlessly, you just bring five, not random people together, but five people that potentially yeah. have not worked together. And it's like, they've been working together for five years um, is pretty, is yeah. a pretty cool thing to be a part of. Oh, it's insane. It's, 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 um, it's insane. I mean, that's the best way to put it. You know, I was, I, I was recently talking to some, uh, an old staffer um, as well. And we were talking about how, I mean, look at, there, there, I, I'm sure the photos out there, people can find it, but you look at the very first um, trainer summit ever, right. Where, where Dave and Nicole CrossFit, you know, brings, brings all the red shirts into one place and, and they, they hone their craft together. You know, um, it's essentially what those are, right. You, yep. You've been to several. Um, the very first one, you look at the photo of the very first one in the group photo, there's like, I don't know what, 20 of us, maybe 30 of us, yep. maybe you know, there's, there's not very many of us, but what's, what's so cool. And the reason I bring it up is because you look at, you know, that was in the very, I think that was 2008. Um, yeah, it was 2008, you know, so here, here we are all these years later and a, a lot of the same people that were in that same group photo at the very first year a lot of these guys are still on the road and yep. if they're not still on the road they still have a heavy 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 hand in the administrative side of of the whole level one you know you know kind of course offering experience and these these are some of the most professional people i mean you and i both come from the mill environment we've we've seen professionally ran organizations right like yep these guys they're 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 in there with these folks and a lot of these guys are former mill guys but but like the way they still all these years later are still striving to improve and 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 um provide an, an even better experience it's uh it's crazy because it's it's still happening you know today so yeah cool. i always i always try it's, it's just hard to put into words try to put i try to explain to people that the thought and the critical eye internally that goes on to the level one course like is just you can't measure it it's just like everybody's critical of it but everybody's also like simultaneously very passionate about it you know protective of it but everybody there wants to make it better like all the time they're like mm -hmm. how can we how can we improve mm -hmm. this like how can we make this a better experience for people how can we make sure that that culture does transmit over those two days um, because that is ultimately what feeds the, uh, the community. So, um, it's just, yeah, yeah. I tell everybody, I'm like, you should take your level one. If you, if you, I don't care if you ever intend to coach or not, you will learn something about yourself, about other people, about culture, uh, by going to the level one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, actually I'll, I'll, I'll really hold the, my, my, my thought until a little later, cause I'm sure we'll get to it, but just to kind of tease it a little bit you know we're we're there's been a lot of changes to CrossFit media and you know everybody knows that um we are we're slowly um kind of getting back to some stuff that it, it's really exciting for me uh for reasons i'm sure we'll, we'll talk about but um but it's really to, to really drive home we're going to be I'm, I'm literally just this week have been commissioning a couple of uh video projects to to showcase exactly what you just said, communicate to the community that the level one is for everybody. In fact, I actually do you know, know what you're talking it, it, about. <laughs> I actually do know what you're talking about because uh, oddly enough, Torin, who you know. Oh, Torin Simpson. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, <laughs> he was literally here yesterday. 
um, at my gym uh, shoot, shooting, <laughs> yep. shooting a bunch of video for uh, Beyond the Whiteboard, and uh, and he started talking about it. Um, but I was like, I was like, that's kick ass. So I mean, we could just talk yeah. about it. Right yeah, you. Sure. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. There. That, I mean, the the idea the idea is is uh, you know with some of these pieces that we're commissioning right now, which is which is fun and exciting because it is, you know, it, it'll be the first time we've returned to some of this type of content um, in uh, in quite some time now, right? Like yep. the focus of of you know the the HQ effort, um, especially on the media side, it's it's shifted a little bit, um, you know, and it's it's been fun and exciting you know, where the focus has been, but, but it's also, it, it's for me, um, in kind of the roles that I've played for the company, you know, all these years, it's really exciting to the thought of being able to get back to, um, showcasing the importance of what happens at, at our 15,000 affiliates all around the world, right? Like what, what our trainers and what our affiliate owners have to offer people, it's, it's profound, so much more profound than, than I think we realized, especially if, it, you know, if we're, if we're like, we've been at this for a while, you, you, you kind of forget how yeah. life changing and how profound it is, yep. but it, it, it is, it's crazy. Like this thing, you know, it constantly very functional movements and intensity eating the way we tell people to eat it, it changes lives. In fact, not to be overly dramatic, but it saves lives, you know? And, um, you know, and that magic happens at the affiliates and, you know, and that's, that's, that's the thing that I was, it's it's a thing over over the years as as the senior coordinating producer for CrossFit. It, it was the thing that moved the needle for me. You know, we did. You know, we still have um, documentaries on iTunes and Netflix. You know, where we you know it's CrossFit Games related, and I'm re I'm super proud of all that work and and very proud of it. Um, but it's that was never the thing. It's not what it's not why I got into it. You know, um, it's not why I opened up an affiliate. You know, that kind of stuff didn't even, you know, I mean, the games were nothing, you yeah, know, like that wasn't, that was back, 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 yeah. back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I got into it because of the methodology itself at its core and what it was. And, and, you know, we talked about the affiliate experience again. I, I told you the experience I had at my first affiliate that I ever walked into, it was profound. In fact, it became my singular goal for CrossFit 801, you know, when I opened up the doors, but, you know, so it's the, it was the it was all that material in the CrossFit journal over all the, you know, the, the years that showcase the importance and the, and the power and potency of what happens at, at the affiliates all around the world every single day that really moved the needle for me. And, and uh, so it's exciting, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've been, like I said, commissioning a couple, a couple folks torn is, is hopefully, hopefully we're going to identify somebody from your box, um, you know, but we're going to, we're going to kind of get back to that a, a little bit. Um, Hopefully it's sustainable and, and we'll continue it, but it's, it's exciting that, that we're at least going to do, you know, a couple I, stories. And yeah, I think it's cool. And so. I think it's, I think it's what people want to see oddly enough. I, you know, I do, I do think people, they dig the games and, and, but I think that um, I was actually thinking about this the other day where it's like, so the community's kind of gotten in this weird space where it has to be one or the other. And I just was sitting around having this thought to myself the other day. I'm like, why does, why does one have to be good and or bad? Like, why can't, why can't we just celebrate both? Like, why can't we celebrate the games and what the affiliates do? Because that's, they feed each other, you know, like the games, yeah, yeah. you can't deny the value that the games has had on the growth of CrossFit, but we all know that the games wouldn't exist if it wasn't what was going on 
inside the box every day. And those stories are equally as inspiring, but just to a different population. And I think, um, I think if we can all just, just be like, listen, like, why don't we just try to make us a win-win? Like, why don't we celebrate both and celebrate them really, really hard yeah. and, and do what we all know how to do best, which is like, you know, exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah. Do CrossFit and, and, and save lives. Um, so I think it's, yeah. I, I dig it, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped that that's going on and I can't wait. And, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to be a part of it, that'd be amazing. But either way, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I think there's, I think there's room for both as well. I was actually, I covered a, I covered a, a level one recently. Um, Dave, Dave Eubanks, longtime seminar staffer. Uh, he, he was, you know, he was, he was the flow master for the gig and he, uh, in his, in his opening kind of remarks to get the, the whole thing going, you know, where, you know, they define CrossFit and, you know, it's been happening all these years, right? Like he'd tell you open up the whole thing, right? Yep. He, uh, he was given that whole spiel and, and he, he asked, he's like, you know, for how, how do you guys, how do you explain what CrossFit is to your friends and coworkers? You know, those, those have been doing this for, you know, for a year to two years, you're still just inundating your social media following with every workout you do, you know, and you're, you're just, you're super, super into it. Like, how do you explain this to your, your, you know, your friends and your coworkers and family? You know, and there, he's like, there's no wrong answers. And, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, this is really super, you know, super intense, you know, awesome, hardcore workout program. And he's like, yep, that's one way. And, uh, you know, and he, and he basically gets into this, this little thing where it's just like, you know, it depends on who you're talking to. You know, if you're, if you're talking to your former military guy, you know, dude who, you know, played, you know, college football or, you know, and then, yeah, like, it's this, like, that, that's how you're going to sell it. It's this, like, super hardcore, amazing thing. So in that regard, you're sort of talking to the whole, like, games crowd, right? Um, and then he's like, but, but what if you're talking to your mom, you know? And what if she's had a hip replacement or, you know, recently had a shoulder surgery, you know? It's just like, you still want her. So she'll probably be in the same class, but it's a totally different pitch. It's like, oh, it's this really cool thing. Don't worry. It's infinitely scalable. They'll take care of you. That shoulder thing that you've got going on your coach will totally take care of you, you know, and, and that, that's kind of the idea, right? Like there's, there's room for both. In fact, you walk into any affiliate anywhere in the world on any given day and with your own eyes, you'll see both. You'll see yes. the pipe hitters and you'll see the brand new deconditioned, you know, person that's got a hundred pounds to lose in the same Yeah, class, I mean, you know? every, every time I go to level one, there's a story that kind of grounds me from, from getting into that, into that state where I, I, maybe forget how profound it is. Like somebody talks about beating cancer or losing a hundred pounds or you yep. know, saving their life. So like it's, and people ask that question a lot. They ask, does it, does it ever get to be groundhogs day? And it's weird. Cause I think I'm somewhere like in the one sixties is for seminars, which is way less than a lot of people, but, but never, a lot though. <laughs> but, but never have I thought that like not one time have ever been like, Oh, here we go. No. Again. You know, it's just, it's, it's no. impossible. It's, I don't, it, I mean, if you, if you give a shit about people at all, it's impossible to feel that way at a level one. Yeah. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. The, the experience is too, too human. You know, it's, it's, that was how I was going to you know, kind of answer that. Like, it's just, it's just, it's too real. It's too, you know, it's just too real. Yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to backtrack a little bit cause we skipped around there, but which is fine. Uh, but I do want to go back to how, 
does somebody with zero media experience <laughs> become the senior coordinating <laughs> producer for CrossFit? <laughs> uh, gosh, just right place, right time. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, yeah, it was, it was really just like, it kind of was right place, right time. I got involved, um, you know, in this, in this thing when it was in its infancy, you know, and, which allowed me to get to know, you know, the people who are now directors of departments and, you know, was able to, you know, develop a relationship with Greg, you know, Glassman. And um, just, it was, it was small, you know, and, and it was just this thing and we were all kind of doing our part and chipping in and, and, you know, I, I opened up one of the first affiliates and then found myself lucky enough to become part of the, you know, early group of, of trainers lucky enough to, where the red shirts is back before the shirts were red. They were mm-hmm. black at one point, brown at one point, orange at orange, one point. Yeah. <laughs> we had, yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah. So it was really kind of a combination of those things. And I had, um, I had, I had talked to uh, a couple folks and just sort of put myself out there. Um, Tony Budding was was one guy. He he was formerly the uh, the, the director of the media department. Um, and, and just OG was, he trained, you know, with Greg in the early days back on research park in in Santa Cruz and, um, had talked to Dave, um, I, I recall and in those early days and just, and just kind of put myself out there, you know, and at this point, no one really worked for CrossFit people contracted, you know, and, and that's kind of what it looked like. But, um, you know, I was just running my gym and I'm working seminars on weekends and I, I told uh, those guys at one point, I just say, Hey, like, I don't know where this thing's going, but if there's ever an opportunity for full-time employment, like I'd love to just, you know, throw my name in the hat, you know, let me know if, if something ever happens. And anyways, I got a, ra- a random phone call from Tony Budding one day. Um, I think it was, I want to say it was 2010. Um, and, and he was just like, Hey, so here's the thing. <laughs> we need to grow we, we need to grow we need to grow our team a little bit and at the time this was a this was at a time when the games started to evolve a little bit and become a bigger beast you know than it was initially you know initially as everybody's heard and seen and knows you know it was just this barbecue you know on on dave castro's ranch in aromas and but it's it, it had started to kind of um turn into something different and it was it was was pulling people away from some of their some of their responsibilities and so tony tony calls and he explains this to me and he, and he just says he says what what i need is i need somebody who understands the methodology and who understands the needs of 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 our affiliates to come in and, and manage content production and i and and i'm like well, i don't have any media experience he's like it doesn't matter i i need someone to manage content production so it's it, you're managing people. You'll be working with filmmakers. You'll be, you know, be commissioning people to, you know, shoot instructional content. You know what I mean? Because again, it was, it was my my intimate understanding of the methodology as a, as a level one trainer. Yeah. And as an affiliate owner, understanding what affiliate owners needed, and, and you know, as an affiliate owner, like what's the kind of material that I want to tell all my trainers? Hey, tomorrow's workout has X there's this amazing video on CrossFit.com. I want you to go watch it, review it, learn that, drill that tomorrow in all of your classes. You know what I mean? Like, like I understood what that needed to look like from an affiliate owner's perspective. 
Mm-hmm. And so anyways, he, he kind of, he presented that to me and, and I thought, well, <laughs> he, and so he, he asked me to fly out to Santa Cruz and he's like, why don't you just come out and, and hang out for a couple of days. We'll sort of treat it as a working interview. And, you know, you can come see if you feel like you can tolerate being with me day in and day out and, and vice versa. And, uh, so anyways, yeah. So I, I flew out to Santa Cruz and, and the rest is, the rest is history. And so, you know, I, I did, I did, you know, I, I did tell him though, um, after shortly after accepting the position, I, I told him, I said, Hey, you know, coming from, you know, I was in the Marine Corps. I don't know yeah. if we talked about that, but I was in the, I was in the Marine Corps um, before I opened up my affiliate and, and the Marine Corps was a great fit for me. And I was in leadership and, 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 um, you know, I told, I told him, I said, Hey, you know, like my experience in the Marine, in the Marine Corps, you know, even, even when I got into leadership, um, I still carried a rifle. You know, even though I yeah. wasn't on the front, even though I, was, I wasn't on the front line, like, I, you know, I was back, you know, yeah. positioning my guys and managing my team, you know, like I still carried a rifle and I, and he's like, he's like, what are you getting at? <laughs> and I said, if you want me to, if you want me to manage content production, and you want me to manage um, video producers, um, I need to, I need to speak their language. So I need a rifle, I need a camera. And so I, I over the years, um, you know, became proficient with a camera and, you know, that was important to me. So even though I didn't come into it with experience, uh, it was important that I, that I learned my way around, you know, some of what these guys, you know, did. So, but yeah, well, I think that's, that's kind of what it looks like. That's good leadership. I mean, like being able to, you know, like particularly, you know, that that's a obviously very uh, prominent within the military, but like garnering respect from those that you're trying to lead it usually helps if you're proficient at the skill sets so they, they trust you and value your input. Um, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it served me well. I think, I think, I think it benefited me for sure. I I have no, you know, I have no doubt just because I, I think everybody has some experience where the boss is talking to them and, and you're thinking as the the person on the ground floor, <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to be that guy. No, you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you definitely don't be that guy. No. Um, I want to, no. so on that note, you know, you're going and you're doing less media. Um, I want to talk a little bit about like the amount of media that you guys have produced, but I, I, th- this stuck in my head really, really firmly a while back. So not, I don't remember when it was, but a while back when you did the CrossFit podcast with Savon, um, you went on yeah. there and you talked about, you basically said, I, if everybody, every affiliate should be using all of this content that, that we have yeah. produced. And, and that has always kind of rubbed me a little bit. I mean, we're not going to go into down the road of like, you know, when the media like got shut down and all that stuff, but there was a lot of there is a lot of bitching and moaning about that from, from affiliates. Yeah. To, to which yeah. My, and my contention with everybody was if I look at your social media feeds and your, and your website and you have not ever used any of that content, then you should shut your face. Um, yeah. You're just yeah. complaining for the sake of complaining. Um, and, or, or if you're not trying to mimic it in some way, so, you know, like either use it or try to copy it and create your own. But like, that was always something you guys created a, a, a just a pretty brilliant template in my mind. And I don't think enough people got it, you know, I, cause I think everybody was, uh-huh. I think everybody misinterpreted what coach Glassman said years ago, which is like, you know, don't do media, but that's not what he was saying. He was saying, don't do shitty media. 
you know, don't do shitty marketing. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. guys, and you guys crushed it, which is why I think there was such this loyal following for the media side. And I, and I, but I want to talk a little bit about that because you, we were chatting a little bit before we hit record and you guys have commissioned more than 15,000 videos for CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, um, I was curious actually what those numbers look like. And, and there's a good friend of mine, um, worked for the company for a long time. Uh, Kevin Daigle, he, he's actually from, he's from new England. Um, but anyways, yeah, Kevin, he, he was the guy, like he had, he had basically, he managed our, he's our digital asset manager. So he kind of maintained relationships with, you know, YouTube, Facebook, um, everywhere we, we basically put content. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a publisher, but he helped us maintain relationships with the host, basically of our content. And um, I was curious. This was this was you know I don't know sometime this past year um, during all the changes. I was just curious, you know what what it kind of looked like, how many videos were in there, and and he told me that there are that there were nearly fifteen thousand videos on the on the CrossFit YouTube channel, um, nearly all of which I I, I commissioned my amazing team of producers to go out and shoot. And that's, you know, this is like, this is everything from instructional content, mm-hmm. you know, um, to, to, uh, feature content in the journal to all the different highlight pieces that we did with, you know, showcasing the amazing things that our community is doing out there. Right. All the different fundraisers that people put on and I'd send cameras out to, to you know, kind of capture and document, um, to, um, I mean, you name it, right? Like yeah. it's, there's so much, uh, content in there and, you know, all of it though, um, you know, does a couple of things. It, 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 it's, it's all tools, right? It's, it's yep. for affiliates, you know, and trainers, like those are, those are tools for your tool belt. And if you're not putting them in there, you're, you're not doing something right, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, you know, that was, that was actually, you know, one of the things that was, it was, it was constantly, um, something that was on my mind. Uh, and, and I'm kind of talking in, in past tense because yeah. there was a, you know, with all the changes that, that happened, um, for a short period of time, I was actually not with the company. I was, I was part of the, one of the, the, the last big wave of layoffs. I was actually let go after about nine months of slowly chipping away and having to let go and say goodbye to my team you know, throughout the various um, stages of the layoff process. And then, you know, kind of how it goes once, once my team was, was really disassembled, um, they said adios to me. And fortunately, very, very fortunately, um, very happy to, to be back. You know, I was given an opportunity and got a phone, phone call from Greg and was given an opportunity to come back. And so I'm excited about that. But, but yeah, like the, the thing, one of the things that was always, you know, kind of, it was always at the forefront of my mind was, was this idea that our affiliates weren't using our media the way that I would like, would have liked to have seen them. Mm-hmm. And, and still to this day, cause all that content's still there. Do you, you, know, you can still go get that. You can still go get that stuff and put it on your, on your website. But you know, it's it, at the end of the day, like, cause all of that stuff, we didn't really do that. You look at the, the way the business of CrossFit HQ works and, it's like we all of that stuff and the money spent. It was it was that was for the affiliates. You Do know? you think that's because? And I say this having owned an affiliate for a decade at this point. And so you know, to some extent, like some people just 
don't know to do that until you say, hey, you should take this and you should put it on your own social media handles where not everybody is kind of, um, you know, and, and, I'm, and I don't claim to be good at that stuff. But I just learned it in other facets. You know, it's, it's kind of like being a good coach. At first, you're really awful. And then you get around good coaches. And the first thing, if you're going to be a good coach, is you start to steal the things that they do. Right? You're like, all right, yeah. well, I'm not good enough. I'm just going to right now pretend that I'm Chuck Carswell or Pat Sherwood or Joe Alexander or, or whoever. Yeah. So yep. I, I took that skill set and was kind of trying to see what you guys were doing. And I was like, well, I can't do it like that. But damn, I'll be damned if I'm not going to try. You know, and if I can't use it, I'm going yeah. to do that stuff. But do you think it's because maybe yeah. it just wasn't obvious that that's what, what you guys wanted people to do with it was, was basically steal it? Yeah, I think I think I think that's a big part of it. I, th I think I think um, I think I think uh, and even even now, you know, I think I think we need to do more. And hopefully, hopefully, this you know this podcast is a small part of it. You know, yeah. we need to we need to let affiliate owners and trainers know, you know, that that stuff's there. It's it's for them. You know, I I I, I think we, we could have done a much better job though of, of letting them know that like, hey, like this stuff. It's, you know, this is this is you know we're talk about talk about enhancing the proposition of affiliation like you've got a multi-million dollar media budget and it's yours you know that's like really, this content is that's yours. a really good point <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up because that's a really good point that there are those out there that complain about you know that they what do they get for their three thousand bucks and i'm like well yep. i don't know uh 10 million dollar or whatever that number is sure it's more than that to be honest with you over years um but it's a lot it's a lot of media that you don't have to produce. Like you're going to have to, now you're going to have to do some work and you're going to have to take it and maybe repurpose it and come up with your own copy. But the creative is done for you. And if you don't value that, then you're not paying attention, you know? Yeah. You know, like it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 if I were an affiliate, let me, let me just kind of take this approach. If I, if I were an affiliate owner, um, and and at some at some point I hope to open up another affiliate. I miss it big time. Um, but it, when I open up another gym at some point, one of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to start. I'm going to go through, and I'm going to start mining those fifteen thousand videos, and I'm going to build out a, a publishing schedule for my affiliate website. And I'm going to say, okay, based on programming, based on whatever the affiliates' needs are, um, you know, maybe there's a group of people that just could really be inspired by. Mm -hmm you know, um, the amazing profile piece that, you know, that we did on Athena Perez, you know, yeah. who's lost 245 pounds. Her story will blow your hair back. I met I mean, her just, very briefly at the affiliate gathering uh, last year. No, not the affiliate gathering, at the games in the affiliate lounge, she was up there. And like, I'd never met her before, but I recognized her now. I just like gave her a big hug and I was like, you're the shit. Oh, she's, she's amazing. She, she's actually become a a good friend of mine and she's, she's just absolutely amazing. And, and the great, the great thing about, I mean, the, here's the amazing thing. And I, I think far too, far, you know, two people don't understand this, but like there are hundreds of stories just as profound and amazing as Athena's that we, that I commissioned over the years. And yeah. uh, you know, and the reason I, the reason I mention it is because like, again, kind of back to if I were to open up an affiliate again, like I'm going to be using, I'm going to utilize those resources. You know, I'm, I'm glad and you I'm brought that up them. because I'm, I'm, was, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a question I was going to ask you if you were to start another one because this is kind of really where I I want people to kind of to get in your head because you've you've been 
you know, you've worn the red shirt, you've been behind the camera, you've owned an affiliate. For those people that are, you know, they look at media and they're just like, it's this overwhelming thing that they know they have to do, but they don't know how to do it. And, and what, what should they do? Is that, is that exactly what they should do? They should yeah. go to CrossFit YouTube. I think, you know, I think they should, I think they should do, I think they should do, they should both um, produce their own content, which I'll get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think 100% they need to be utilizing the media that, that we have produced over the years um, to, to their advantage. You know, there's, I mean, I'm talking thousands of instructional videos, um, thousands, right? Like I, if I'm running in a, if I'm running a gym, I, I don't know why I wouldn't put one of those videos on there every single day of the year, you know? That's where, like, your 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 community and the folks that you that, that are under your, you know, um, uh, guidance, you know, they're 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 likely going to CrossFit Rights every single day. They're coming right. to your website every single day. Yep. You have their attention in that space. Put content in there that is both educational, motivational, inspiring. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And 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 I'm telling you you go to the CrossFit YouTube channel and just grab links. Like there's more, like you won't be able to publish it all. I guarantee you won't. Like we so publish, we, that's, yeah. on, that's on behalf of do. affiliates, we were good telling lots of stories, but, but anyway, yeah, no, just on behalf of affiliates, we were for years and years and years and years and years, um, commissioning, you know, countless amazing stories, you know, that, that, that are inspiring and it's evergreen content. You know what I mean? An inspiring story is an inspiring story. So, whether whether CrossFit HQ published it five years ago or not doesn't matter. It's it's inspiring. Go get it, publish it, use it on your website, and just say, hey, you know, members, check this out. This is amazing. And I'm, if you know of anybody, you yeah. know, like this person, like, tell them that that they belong at our box. Like, bring them in. I'm gonna do more you know? of that now that we're talking about it. Like, we we try to do a lot of our own, and and I know what it feels like to 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 look at that stuff and 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 it be overwhelming. But you like. For anybody that's listening, this is like, how do I do this? There's so much content that yeah. you have such a buffer in time. Just, you know, just for the first three months, just use CrossFit's content. And if you're going through and you're mining yeah. stuff and you're going to get an idea of what good content it is, and you're going to start to figure out who the people are in your gym that, that very much match those same stories. Cause every gym's got them like every single one of them, like CrossFit gyms are just a gold mine of yeah. amazing stories. Um, and then, you Oh my know, gosh. And you can just start doing that. Like what we did at our gym and we're like, not. Yeah. I mean, I've got a list of, of movement videos up here that I want to shoot, but we started doing, we just started mimicking the movement videos that you guys did. Like the air squat video that you did with the white background. Hey. I'm like, we yep. can just do that. That's easy. Hey. Like we can just film that. Like, that's, that's, you know, that, that's exactly, that's exactly where I was going to go. I was just going to say, you don't, don't feel like you need to reinvent the wheel here. You know, we've already, We've already done that for you. There's a there's a perfect template. Go back to go back to um, uh, CrossFit.com and just go just go just go back. You can go back as far as you want, yeah. you know, and just look at the publishing. Look at look at what we were publishing, and and then and then try and try and create your own media that kind of mirrors that. Um, I'm trying to think of some say, other stuff uh, that we stole. Um, oh, you know what else we stole when 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 you guys were doing the wad briefs? Yeah. We stole that too, and yep. we and we've and we've been on like an eighteen month 
maybe even longer than that, we're, that it's now what we do. We post a wad brief by a coach on Instagram. So if you're looking for content, like that's now one piece of daily content that goes up. And then what I want to do is have that movement video library that like whatever the movements that we have that day are, those movements, I can, I can swipe left and I can watch the wad brief and then I can look at the two or three movements that have points of performance and stuff in there. All that stuff, like those well, ideas have already been created. Like you can either just use CrossFit or you can slowly start to build your own library because CrossFit didn't build that library overnight and you're not going to build it yourself overnight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's a great idea. And, and, you know, to take it, to take it one step further, I'd say, I'd say again, do both. Right. So like, I think that's a fantastic idea. You took, you took, you took a great idea that, that we were really, really proud of that. That actually went really well. People loved those wad tip videos. Um, but the fact that you've, you've, you know, adopted that, that's amazing. It's great to take it a step further, continue. And, and if other affiliates are hearing this and they're like, you know what? Yeah, 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 we can do that. Do it. Now to take it one step further, what I would do is I would go to, I would go to the CrossFit YouTube channel and whatever, whatever that workout tip video is that you're going to shoot, you know, let's just say it's got wall balls, you know, and whatever pushups, mm-hmm. who knows? Um, go to the YouTube, go to the cross of the YouTube channel and just search, search those, those movements and go find yourself, pick from, pick from the thousands of videos in there and, and find yourself an accompanying video or two to include in your, in your, on your website post. Yep. Right. So there's additional, there's additional content. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's a great idea. As far as um, you, you, you said something earlier, I was going to say, um, you know, uh, at the very first affiliate gathering, uh, it was in Henderson, Nevada, either 2008 or 2009. I don't remember what year it was. Um, but the very first affiliate gathering, there, again, there weren't very many of us. But there was the the thing that really stood out to me that year that I that I walked away with was um, Greg said. He said one of the one of the keys to success is to to make um, internet superstars of your clients, and 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 he was basically saying like put a camera on your clients, whether it's, you know, snapping a photo or doing, you know, doing simple little, you know, vignette um, stories or it's, you know, you kind of showcase someone's story, profile them. Um, he, that was, that was the takeaway. That, that was the, one of his, one of his main messages for, for affiliates. Um, whatever that was, 2008, 2009, well, that's what he told us to do. And so it's exactly what we went home and we did. And and, and, you know, that's, that's something that I think affiliates really need to make sure they're doing is, is, and there's, there's, and especially nowadays with the way technology has changed, it's become so easy to get beautiful pictures and video, you know, to, to do this kind of thing with, um, and with the handle and with the, the media outlets, the way those have changed. So if you've got a, you've got an affiliate, um, you know, Instagram handle, it becomes so easy to grab your phone and after class, you put it on your member, you know, who's just experienced, you know, a milestone and you're like, Oh my gosh, Bob, tell me about your PR today. What'd you do? And it's like, Oh, you know, I hit 225 for the first time. I've been chasing that for, you know, 18 months. Awesome job. High five. Boom. That's as simple as that video needs to be. And you throw that thing, you know, on your Instagram and there you go. Like you've just, you've just profiled and celebrated, you know, one of your members. Um, that's something that so, took me a long time to understand is that the, I think everybody looks at media and, and they assume this overproduced, you know, massive time consuming thing where it's like, no man, just 
a good story is a good story. Like, and it doesn't have to be, yeah, I can't. doesn't have to be detailed. Like it's very, it's usually pretty simple. The first pull up to have somebody talk. Yeah. And that's something we don't do a great, yeah. as good of a job as, as I would like us to, but now this is getting me fired up. So, um, yeah, no con- content, content's always king. You know, that was, that was something that, that was, that was one of our kind of operating sort of, uh, you know, ideas is that, that, you know, there's, we, we published over the years stuff of all kinds of varying degrees of quality, you know, in terms of production value and, you know, how, how pretty, you know, the pictures were, you know, um, I mean, we, we published stuff where, <laughs> I mean, he, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be upset if I, if I were, if he were listening to this, hopefully he does hear it, but um, Savon Matosian, you know, mm-hmm. he, yep. he was the first CrossFit filmmaker, you know, and, and a guy that I worked side by side with, he, he, he ran the media department for the last, I don't even know how many years. And I was basically his, his right hand, you know, we worked mm-hmm. very closely together. Um, you know, him as the, as the department head, you know, but like, he'll, <laughs> he used to get a lot of criticism. Um, he used to, he used to film these behind the scenes games videos for years. He did them yeah. and people love them. Some of the most popular content that we, that we've ever published. Like people just love Savon's behind the scenes. One of the reasons is because he's just, he's so raw. I mean, he's oh, yeah. like unfiltered, <laughs> so real. It, it, he's like, he's, he's like polarizing, you know, um, you know, but his, he, he was a filmmaker and, um, but, but he was, he was criticized a lot, especially, you know, years ago um, because he'd be so focused on the storytelling. Cause he's like behind the camera interviewing and, and it, it was kind of an unorthodox, you know, sort of approach to this sort of stuff, this kind of content, you know, but it was his own thing. But it would be, he'd be so focused on, on what he was talking to the individual about that a lot of his shots would be out of focus, you know, and, you know, people would criticize him a little bit for, but the truth is, is like, no one, no one cares. No. You know what I mean? And the, that's, that's the point is, is like, if the content's rich, even if it's an out of focus shot, people are going to watch it because the con- you know, they're going to be, they're going to be paying attention because it's interesting, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, don't get hung up on, you know, do you have the best camera and the best audio set up? It's just like, you know, I mean, that's not even really an excuse anymore. Like most phones shoot 4k at this point. No. Like what, like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like just turn that thing on, man. Oh. And the other thing that I had to learn a lot is like, you're going to, you're going to produce a lot of bad content. So just be okay with it. Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy. Yeah. The, the, it's so the, the cameras in, in our phones are so powerful these days. You know, I, I'll, I'll tell you like a really simple little thing that an affiliate owner could do if they wanted to up their production value and just doing these like simple little, you know, videos with their members, especially the kind of stuff that I mentioned with like, you know, somebody has a PR and you're just trying to celebrate each other's victories, you know, yep. um, you can, you can, you can now buy lavalier um, mics. Yep. It'll connect to your phone. Right. And that, and that'll give you one, you've already got an absolutely amazing camera that is attached to your phone, but you can then clean up the audio and make sure you've got really nice, clean, um, clear audio just by a simple little mic setup that plugs right into your phone. It's pretty amazing. And you can buy some, I've got one here cause I've been through multiple of them over the years, but like I, I just got one that's like 35 bucks and it goes right into the phone. It's wireless up to like a hundred feet. And, uh, and Dave Tittle taught me that years ago. He was like, audio's king. Yeah. Like people are watching a video, but make no mistake. Audio is king. If it's crap audio, 
nobody's watching the video. And I was like, okay, that's yeah. good. I thought it was more about the video. And he's like, nope, audio is king. And I was like, oh, that's good to know. It's, it's true. It's true. It's funny. It's funny that Dave said that because that, that's exactly why I said, you know, there's one simple thing you can do to, you know, you already have a powerful camera, you know, if you want to just up the production value, just make sure that audio is clean. Cause it is, it's true. Like you, you can have a, you can have a wonderful video, you know, but if, if you've got all kinds of ambient noise, it's just kind of distracting and you, and it's going to be tough to keep people's attention if, if they're trying to fight to, you know, have to like, they're squinting their eyes to like, listen really hard you know what i mean to like what what are we doing what are we hearing you know so yeah it is audio is really important that's cool um well listen man we've been doing this for an hour dude so i know you got i know you got twins to attend to um so (laughs) newborns um dude this was i could just keep doing this forever but i'm gonna i want to be respectful of your time so um dude i can't thank you enough for this i've been waiting to to, to chat with you and rap with you about this stuff for so long and i think people are going to get a lot out of this so um thank you so yeah. much man and uh i'm looking forward to see what you what you guys got on tap for for media man this is exciting stuff yeah awesome well thank you so much for having me man and and uh yeah it's it's it's, it's exciting we'll have to i'll connect with you you know offline away from the podcast and we'll talk about who we might be able to come profile at your gym but exciting times man we're yeah we're we're stoked and I'm, I'm happy to happy to be on sorry it took so long to do it no, no, it's it's cool, man. Like it's it, it was good. The the wait was worth it, dude. So I appreciate it. Um, so if you guys have questions about oh. media or any of that stuff, go ahead and hit us up. If if we can't give you an answer, we're happy to you know to chat with Tyson and and maybe put out some content with regard to just some some uh you know some pointers on some things to do. But um, awesome, brother. I really appreciate it. And uh, everybody, we will see you next time. All right, man. Thanks again. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. And thanks again to our special guest. We appreciate all you guys do for us with Best Hour of Their Day when it comes to sharing our posts on Instagram, when it comes to subscribing to us on YouTube, when it comes to the constant feedback. We are grateful and we appreciate it. We are trying to build a community based on coaching development and becoming the best version of yourself and it goes without saying that we couldn't do without all of you so if you haven't already please subscribe to our youtube channel season one of dropping in is out we are getting tremendous feedback and we'd love for you to check it out leave us a comment on there head over to our instagram give us a follow like our pictures feel free to share anything that resonates with you and if you have any questions comments concerns or feedback for us Please don't hesitate. Email us, besthouroftheirday at gmail.com. Thanks again. Until the next episode, we hope you've had the best hour of your day.